0: Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade.
1: Welcome to Fireside. How
2: are you? Welcome to Fireside, We'll we talking comic books the entire time Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, he's got the grooviest news. From books to TV, even movie reviews Plus the next toy, baby, here we you choose Even the Superhero Fight Club will be usually
1: lose So popping those earbuds, turn up those speakers Feel my power, Earth 2 with features need either listen by weekly or you can binge us We got it all, baby,
0: are there ninjas?
1: So relax a lot back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats Comic facts and wise Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Beep you. Beep you. Beep you. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host Menti, and with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P
2: features. Hello, internets.
1: Ooh, he drew. It was just made pulled that one out. It was he, Stretch Armstrong, that intro. And then there's Mauer. Beep, you. All right. That that's felt familiar. good. I know. It's been a while. I mean, baby, I like how baby Huey kind of gave me a hit that was happening because he had to take <laughs> his headphones off. I saw <laughs> So that's the eyes. only nice thing about quarantine is I didn't have to actually deal with the decibels. <laughs> I'm back. Right. Bitches. By the way, baby Huey's here. What's up, baby Huey? What's going on? What's going on? What's going I don't on?
0: Know if What's, said going on? It, What's going but on? I'm still
2: gonna sing it. What's going on, do, baby? Do, Huey? Do, do, do. What's going on?
1: He said, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. If you're new around here, welcome to the Wednesday show. And that's where we talk about the news. The news. The new news. Don't ruin it. He got so good at it recently. Don't, don't, we don't need to harmonize that. Okay. It, it took four years and we finally got it to the, to the buttery sound that it is. So let's, not, let's not mess with it. Let's not poke the bear, you know? Let's leave it be. I'm going to poke Just the enjoy. bear. Just enjoy the way it yeah. is right now. I'm gonna poke it we went from like squealy teenager from Simpsons we did nude news we did <laughs> like let's just just enjoy it for a bit all right all right I'll, I'll give you that at least it's not
0: that nasally one anymore
1: uh, what was
0: that the nasally one that he used to do
1: oh uh, <laughs> All right. Well, well, we actually surprisingly have a decent amount of things to talk about, but it took a while to get this list of news together to kind of sift through all the dud stories that are out there right now. So bear with us as we navigate these clickbaity titles like how the last Ronin isn't Hawkeye, but a
2: turtle. (laughs) Or the MCU might face an ultimatum. And technically, all those theories were
0: correct because Batman did kill the Joker a while ago apparently apparently
1: <laughs> apparently we're not going to see it we're just going to talk about it and uh, it was yeah, the last panel and it was off page you know <laughs> no actually technically it was before the first episode but um <laughs> uh, all right well let's uh let's get into comics just like we normally do let's just start with comics and let's go ahead and talk about this last ronin book because this is pretty cool news and it's a uh, a story that goes all the way back to 1987 uh so crazy um uh, Kevin Eastman and uh, Peter Laird uh, Who? had a story in mind of kind of how they wanted to see the Turtles 40 years into the future. So their book, when they wrote it, was based in uh, 2017. But anyway, uh, uh, Kevin Eastman came across the original concept for this story and then updated it and was able to get Peter Laird to come uh, uh, to work friendly together <laughs> we'll say if you're unsure what i'm talking about watch the uh toys we grew up with ninja turtles episode it'll explain there. Oh, you butchered that title samson what's up the toys that made us that's what i said didn't i no <laughs> the toys <laughs> what we what grew up with all right toys that the made toys us that's the one with. look i only watched two of the episodes because they were they were amazing about the turtles and the power rangers but the turtles one was incredible so it's definitely worth the watch they uh, reconcile at the end what was that? They reconciled at the end of it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, you know, it makes great for, for TV, but it didn't really seem all <laughs> like they did. There was a <laughs> hug, damn it. There was a hug. Okay, that's fair. There was a hug. But this is just a cool concept. There's only a single turtle left. We don't really know too much about the story, but we do know it takes place in 2040 and that there's going to be five issues running about, uh, is it like 40 pages each or something like that? Some crazy number. It's supposed to be like some thick uh, five uh, issues in this uh this story, I think uh, 48, but 48 uh, I'm pretty stoked for an, an Eastman
2: book. What do you think? Yeah. I'm all for it.
1: You know what? I the...
2: do... Go I ahead. Have one question though. right? Just historically, like they're Ninja Turtles. So if this is a last Ronin, wouldn't it have to be Usagi Yojimbo? I mean, maybe Usagi Yojimbo helped the final turtle. We don't know.
1: Maybe he transcended his ninjutsu title.
0: I mean, ju- Arona is just someone without a leader, so that means... The
2: samurai without a, uh, without a master.
0: Right. You, n- you realize that just because they said ninjas, they've done lots of
1: samurai things over the years, too. That is true. Um, They're also mutated turtles that live in the sewers of New York. So, you know, like, <laughs> we don't really need to worry about getting... Uh, but this too- is a
0: cool turning on its head, you know, kind of how they de- have depicted the beginning of the turtle stories. Where it was all of them searching for Raph, or looking all of them looking for one turtle, doing the opposite, having just one turtle kind of out there, is a really cool idea.
1: Yeah, and he's wearing a black mask. Uh, I put the 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 pictures the. Um... A couple pages that we've actually seen are in the show post, if everyone wants to check that out. It looks really, really cool. The, the final turtle has a hood on, and he's got all the weapons of all the other turtles, so no one really knows exactly which, this, which turtle this is, but it's apparently a love letter to all Ninja Turtles fans, so says Eastman.
2: Which weapons was he holding?
1: All of, all of them. them. He, is, he literally has every single one of them.
0: It's like that fan art that went around a few years ago when they wanted to first do the Turtles movie. They wanted like a dark, gritty one. Uh, I'll try and find it so we can put it in the post.
1: Okay. But I'm pretty stoked for that, so um, yeah, be on the lookout for that book. Um, but yeah, what's
0: Going up from next? one favorite of Fireside to another favorite of Fireside.
2: We've got Aquaman news. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's a Mauer favorite. Yeah, I
1: don't know if the uh, the thoughts and views of Mauer <laughs> are... Deal with the bitches. Um-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Warning, spoiler alert for Aquaman Deep Dives number one. Um, and how the,
1: badly we're going to butcher some of these names.
0: <laughs> well, One, we need to talk to people how they write an article because they say ah, oh, a new weapon was found. And we're going to talk about this new weapon. But there's a lot more to this than just a new weapon. Um, Black Manta was attempting to seal the newest ancient artifact in D, uh, D.C. called the Sporting Snare. Uh what this was was something that looked oddly familiar. I don't know if you guys remember the time when Aquaman had a spear hand. Yeah, yes. Black
1: Man Black Manta cut it off and we all cheered.
0: Yep. Well, it <laughs> looks very similar to the harpoon that he had on his hand. Um and it was in a museum uh kind of down away from everybody and Black Manta tried to steal it. Broke it out, stabbed and pierced the armor of Aquaman with it. Um, But then it kind of blasted him back, and, you know, Aquaman was able to win. However, this piece of uh, artifact has a lot more history than what we know about. It goes back to Samsonite. Yeah,
1: it's it's funny that that you said Samsonite, just because... I I get the joke that you're making because it's uh what's it called? Um uh, dumb and dumber, right? Is that right. what you're saying? And you're talking about those the Amazonian mer people, the Mer m- m- m-azo- mazonians, the Mermaz mm-hmm. the, the The Mezopatopian? The 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 Mike Mizanian? <laughs> the mermizens Awesome. the anemones. An anemone? An- 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 Nun- n- an- n- Don't an- an- touch the butt. Enemy. Anyway, when I first read about this, I was like, okay, let me get this straight. They literally just took mermaids or, like, Atlanteans, and then they took Amazons, and then they merged them into one. That's How what I was does thinking. that sound? It sounds so stupid. But then you find out these things go all the way back to 1940, and you're like, get, wait, hold on. This is, like, this is an old concept that they're bringing back?
0: So it's a concept that DC bought uh, from Quality Comics, and this was a group basically pretty similar they were amazonian warriors that were living underwater uh given power by the uh greek gods and the weapon was actually given to them by the greek deity polis uh to help you know the warriors now they teamed up back with the red torpedo um which was a deep sea hero uh back when the pirate comics were popular and like (laughs) oh
1: you don't remember him no because i wasn't around in the 1940s but um (laughs) uncle pete's got some of his comics (laughs) yeah no i mean look i i love the idea of bringing something especially so old to the world of comics bringing it back into the fold it sounded so stupid at first it's almost like you know what to me it's like it's like shazam because when you first see Captain Marvel, you first like learn about Captain Marvel. You see Captain Marvel, you're like, "Wow, that's just a crappy Superman knockoff." But then the more you learn <laughs> about the the history of of Captain Marvel and Shazam, the more you start to appreciate that character and the lore around it. So similar here, the more I learn about Aquaman's world, especially with modern writers taking on the title and expanding, you know, the Aquaman mythos, the more I enjoy it. Well, and this has even more you know
0: cool factor to it because now this weapon also. Has great power and it will draw blood from anybody it's used against. So that's one of the powers. But it also gives you like this hunger, um, this personal famine that Black Manta now suffers from because he used it. And Aquaman at the end brings it back to where it originally was, and you see almost like the Aquaman movie, uh, you know, a king sitting on a throne made of skulls and saying, you know, we shouldn't have taken this. We're putting it back where it belongs. But you know that some shit's going to happen. With Black Manta going to seek it out and pissing off this ancient race of people, which could cause some more turbulence down in a pretty peaceful underwater kingdom we've had recently.
1: Ever since you've said unsatiable hunger, I can't not think of how to merge the name Black Manta and Galactus. <laughs> I've been here sitting here this whole time just going.
2: Uh, it would just be Black, Black Mantis. Manta,
1: like
2: Go, what was that? <laughs> Black Manta Galactus. Like
1: Black mantelactus. There it is. <laughs> Can we please name the issue Black mantelactus? <laughs> sure.
2: Black I've been mantelactus. I wrap my, wrap my head around this, um, this harpoon thing turning people into aquatic vampires after it cuts someone open.
0: Oh, and the, the rope to it also looks very similar to the lasso of truth.
1: I mean, of course it is because it's the Mazomian and the Myrmizomans. <laughs> the Mer, the Mesopotamians. <laughs> Are are messing around with lassos and harpoons because they're like Wonder Woman can't have one. Like if she's got one, we've got to have one. We just have to have our water one. <laughs> so her like her bracelets. I'm sure they're like made of kelp. <laughs> you know.
2: Uh, I feel like they they got that idea from that old He Man villain, but that was like specifically merman. Merman. Merman
1: was the shit. Merman. I'm a merman. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Zoolander reference. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's, uh, let's keep this moving. Um, uh, Wow. That's, I really didn't want to make a joke. Think a bit of news. Well, here we'll go
0: into the Charlie Parker news and then go into the sad news. Um, Charlie Parker, a legend in the jazz world for bebop jazz is getting his own comic. Uh, Like they've done a lot recently for these biography books of kind of getting Comics and history, kind of putting them together to help spread the word uh, and have people learn about these uh, people throughout history. It's going to be done by Z2 Comics. It's to celebrate the 100th anniversary of uh, Charlie Parker's birth, and it's going to be uh, documenting his time in Los Angeles. Now, the book's going to be drawn by Dace Chris Holm, who's a cartoonist, and then Peter Markowski who was an artist for Lego, the cartoon Beware the Batman, the JLL Adventures Trapped in Time movie, and the Green Lantern animated series. Ooh. So he's got some pretty cool art style to him. Uh, it's going to be released in September, uh, and it looks like it's going to be a pretty cool book. I know I'm going to be picking it up. If you're into jazz at all, you know who Charlie Parker is. If not, go check him out on iTunes or Apple Music. Um, he still has a club up in New York up into new york up in new york that has open mic nights and lots of jazz people in it called birdland so this is cool just to get something that's not a superhero comic uh to read out there
1: all right so let's uh let's get into a little bit of bad news because um, we haven't features become a merman what was that features has become a merman uh yes
0: Never.
1: If you, and the funny thing is i don't think you've ever seen uh cabin in the woods but let me tell you, merpeople people are terrifying.
0: <laughs> they are. It's one of my favorite movies. Oh, is it really?
1: I love that movie. Um. All right. It's got anyway,
0: the, b- the tree, the raping tree from Evil Dead in it. It did. Did it have the rape? What? Well, that's a that's if a you thing. Look yeah, a- in
1: the first Evil Dead, that's a thing, and it's a really awkward, uncomfortable scene. It's probably why it wasn't the in the second, second one. one. <laughs> it was in the new one. It wasn't in the second one. No, no, no. The remake, yes. But with oh, yeah. Evil Dead too, the funny version of Evil Dead does not have a raping tree. No. Um.
0: But when you look on the board with all the things they can do, it says raping tree on the back. Does it really?
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. So, um, we haven't had a lot of COVID news with the comic industry because, unfortunately, it has taken down so much of the comic industry, and it hasn't stopped. Uh, apparently, we're 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 seeing reports that Marvel is cutting half of its editorial staff. Um. So. You know, uh, these, number, these unemployment numbers just keep skyrocketing and it's, it's decimating the, um, the comic sphere.
0: These employees were at least furloughed, meaning they intend to bring them back to give them a little bit of hope for when this gets through. Um, and I have a feeling that once this temporary distribution happens for comics, Marvel might jump on it and do something similar and try and get stuff out.
1: Yeah. I, and because, I mean, I have a, you're going to start seeing a lot of stores open in such a small capacity where they're just doing things like pickup services and things of that nature. So I could see comic shops easily pulling off a curbside, you know, pull list service. Um, but anyway, let's move into TV news because we got a lot of other things one, to talk about. One quick thing on that. If you do have a local comic shop
0: um, and you want to support them, tell your friends and family to go buy you gift cards from the comic shop. Oh, I didn't even, it will wow, give cool. the comic shop. Uh, cash right now, without having to have them interact with you, and without without having to be there. So a lot of places are doing digital gift certificates, which can get them some money to pay for the rent and all, but not have to worry about them getting product in and shipping product out, which would be another cost to them. That's a
1: great idea. That's a great idea. I, I might buy all of you gift cards to a comic shop and make make you all travel to it. Mauer, I'll I'll make sure it's on the East Coast. I won't tell you where though. <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> Uh, All right, so we got TV news, uh, and I feel like since we briefly talked about the animated series of uh, the Green Lantern in our last bit of news, why not start there? So, Mr. P Features, what's happening
2: with our our Emerald Knight? So, to shine some light on that information, uh, Warner Brothers and DC were developing a Green Lantern TV series, which was, get this going to be live, and also for HBO Max, which is that's a streaming service, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it should be out actually what in like a week or so? Couple weeks?
2: Yes, um, next week. And I believe be- so.
1: Yeah, this is something they announced a while the back. Fifth. Um, but it we got some interesting news of somebody pretty important to the Green Lantern landscape added to the uh into the the you know post Added or re added. Uh he was never a part
0: of this originally. But he was part yeah. of the movie that Kind of merged into this because the movie's not happening anymore. No,
1: the movie apparently is happening and it's apparently, rumor
2: has it, tied to this show. Ah. So it's a good thing he got added on. And by who we're adding on, we're talking about Jeff Johns.
1: There it is. I was waiting for Who's somebody that? to actually say Jeff Johns. <laughs> or, Who's Jeff Johns? Uh, do you want me to do it? I'll do it. I'll, I want yes. you to do I'll, it. I'll do the Jeff. You're Because well, it's Jeff Johns. I mean, apparently he's, he's not easy to work with, I'm hearing now. But Jeff Johns is a phenomenal DC writer who's made Green Lantern relevant again. Uh, he worked on uh, one of the Infinite books. He did uh, Infinite Crisis. He did Flash Rebirth. He did, uh, what am I missing? I'm missing a whole bunch, but it doesn't matter. He's a phenomenal writer. He's penned a lot of the, the greats in DC over the last couple of years. And he was a actually, what, not s- head of, Marvel, of DC Entertainment for a little bit there? Creative... Officer? Yeah. He was uh, up there. Well he got blamed think- for a lot of the Snyder stuff. So he 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 took a, a he took a punch for a lot well, of that's because the D C E
2: U. Well he we tried he tried to correct not, the Snyder stuff, but he didn't right. really I
1: wouldn't
0: he is also not the leader type. You know, he's a writer, he's not used to being able to have to answer for everybody. And I think the writers and artists at that time started taking advantage that he wasn't really looking at everybody closely. And kind of letting them off to be creative, which is when you have a creative person in a leadership role without that business side to them, he wasn't being as mean to people as he probably should have. Meanwhile, Jim Lee's like, I will shut your shit down. This is a business.
1: Well, he got uh, he got ousted and uh, was then later working on the uh, Green Lantern movie. He was writing that script, uh, and now apparently he is going to be a part of the Green Lantern show as a uh, as a in the, his production company. At least is is heavily involved, so that's pretty exciting. You think as we'll get be. Tyrese continuity? Well, and this is the same. Uh, what's his name? Greg uh, Ber some of that anyways he's he's been pretty big in the development of Arrow and Flash and Supergirl and Doom Patrol and Titans so a lot of the DC shows that have lasted you know season after season after season now um, begs the question of what is this show tied to since all of these shows are tied to other things so this is, the
0: show is supposed to be the Green Lantern core, right uh, that's the movie I thought that's the movie
1: so I wonder if we'll get Hal Jordan in the show. Well, apparently the movie's supposed to be a buddy cop with Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. This will probably, I bet you the show is, because I know it's supposed to, to focus on Earthbound Green Lanterns. Apparently there's two big story arcs, Earthbound Green Lanterns and one space-bearing uh, story. So I, mean, could, I bet it could be Kyle, could be Guy. I mean, there's options. It'd be there. awesome to do Guy. Um, Guy on an HBO show. I think you could do, I mean, you could do a guy and Kyle show. Remember when they opened the bar on Oa together? I mean, you could (laughs) could do a show with the two of them together. Um, All right, let's keep it moving. Let's talk about uh, how how Batman killed the The Joker already. So, yeah, this actually happened in Batwoman in what episode? The Narrow Escape, which is the 17th episode of Batwoman so far. And apparently Batwoman killed somebody. Spoiler alert. She's pretty upset about it. She didn't want to wear the cow anymore. She killed somebody, and then uh, Luke wanted to kill somebody. She's like, "No, you can't do that." He's like, "Well, Batman did it." And then you're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, all this time we're supposed to think that Joker has been in Arkham Asylum, but apparently, he's been dead for five years. Batman had already killed him five years ago. <laughs> he's just been dead ever since.
2: Whoa. Dead. I mean, I guess. So Batman's a murderer. Joker's never going to be in the Arrowverse. <laughs> I mean, by, by all intents and purposes, Batman should have been murdered to Joker. But, you know, there's that.
0: And we don't know what's going to happen, you know, the repercussions of Earth Prime and all the new Earths being created. You know, I'm sure we're still going to see some some fallout from that as well.
1: Well, it's still happening with um, with uh, what's his name? Uh, Nash, the new Wells. Oh, yeah. The new Wells on Flash. Nash has still got like all the memories of the other Wells's and So there's still a connection to the multiverse, but it doesn't really matter. It's just, joke is dead. Keep that in mind when you're watching the Arrowverse. I think that's the important thing to take away from all this. Uh, all right, so wh- <laughs> what's going on with Disney Plus? So Disney Plus is
0: running some COVID-19 issues. Um, people are streaming a whole lot of crap on it, but they don't have that much new... Material on the network, they kind of pace themselves out for a certain amount of consumption over you know, the next few months. Now, with the shows being kind of delayed and people watching more of it, they're running into issues. Uh, recently, the director for the canceled, I guess you would say, Silver and Black movie, was talking about how she would like to see Silver and Black as a TV show on the Disney Plus services, and it got a little bit of a buzz around it. With people being interested in seeing interested in seeing that, as well as the deal that Sony has with Disney would lend well to that property being there because it wouldn't take away when the contract ended, they could just do a show and then back off and not really have it impact their major things. Plus, having a show about those two characters would help with the diversity that they're looking for.
1: And uh, plus, they're better off as a show than a movie. Like, when were you at all excited about a Silver Sable movie? Can, no. I, can anyone give me a Silver Sable no. breakdown? Who's Silver Sable?
2: Silver Black Cat. Silver Black Cat Canary? I would say Silver Sable is more like a silver female version of Solo. Solo is a mercenary in a green suit who can teleport. Silver Sable cannot teleport. She's just gun heavy. She's like a, yeah, she's a, she's a, a trigger happy black widow.
1: In silver. Yeah.
2: She's she's the in pu- silver. She's the punisher if the punisher had more access to like higher technological weapons and like, a team.
1: She was in the Marvel Spider-Man game and she I mean she makes a resurgence from time to time. I don't care. I don't really care about Silver Sable whatsoever. So Black Cat, cool, Silver Sable. <laughs> black Cat is. Are you are you are you doing a black cat breakdown? Is that what you're saying? Felicia Harding, Mar- when the Marvel interest- Catwoman. Yeah, it's Marvel's Catwoman. It's, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, she's a master thief. Done. 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 Uh, all right, let's get into uh, let's get into some movie news. Uh, and the first one is probably going to take the longest to kind of talk about. So let's jump into the the ultimatum. Uh, so reports are coming out now that the next big story arc that Marvel might be working towards after the cosmic side of things is concluded that they're putting together now is the ultimatum storyline from the Ultimates line of Marvel comics. This is a pretty controversial book for a couple of things. One, it didn't sell very well. The first issue sold really well because it was like getting towards the end of the Ultimates line of comics and it was brutal, brutal book. We'll get into that in a second. But the other issues did not sell that well. Like the, all of the other tie-in books did a lot better than the core five issues issues of ultimatum so right off the bat this is a weird choice um but the question is, is why are they doing ultimatum so do, do should i just do a breakdown ultimatum real quick does anyone else want to do ultimatum breakdown you should it break kills it the down. ultimate universe i'll just do it all right so it's, it's a real quick story um scarlet witch a so spoiler for the ultimate universe uh but scarlet witch and uh and the. Uh, Quicksilver are both killed, by the way, in the Ultimate Universe, they're a really creepy couple, Uh, not just brother and sister, they just get really weird in the Ultimate Universe, but anyway, they die. They die, uh, Magneto goes crazy, and Magneto unleashes his quote-unquote ultimate, well, not quote-unquote, but ultimate weapon that uh, that apparently Professor X knew he had this whole time and never thought he'd use. But somehow he's worthy to lift Mjolnir, and he uses Mjolnir to cause a tsunami on New York, and he also causes some other horrible things throughout multiple other cities and kills a whole lot of people. And throughout this book, madness just, just it's it's chaos. It, it's the most chaotic book I've ever seen. I mean, dude, Wasp is eaten by Blob. Uh, Thor Thor's, uh, sacrifices himself in Valhalla. So Thor dies. Um, who, Angel gets killed by Sabretooth almost immediately. Uh, who else dies? Uh, Quicksilver is actually alive, but Scarlet Witch dies. Uh, Magneto kills Professor X in that book um what it was basically did? they wanted to kill a bunch of people wolverine died dr strange died i mean dude that book wrecked everybody
2: <laughs> wait run that back how did wolverine die
1: so it's as the most comic book explanation ever but it, just like in fatal attraction not fatal attraction fatal what was the one where magneto pulls the animantium out of wolverine fatal something fatal rather.
2: attraction that's fatal i think it's fatal it Was it fatal
1: attraction uh, so he pulls the adamantium out, but then he does something using his powers to keep his cells from uh, from healing. So he pulls all the adamantium out of him and doesn't allow him to heal using his newfound Thor-esque, I don't know, magnetism
2: powers. So then he must have, like, used the lid inside of his blood to, like, stop it from coagulating and all that. I don't do what extra scientific uh, stuff.
1: Sh- sure. Comics. That's why he died. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I died. But yeah, the ultimate that I mean, that's a crazy book. If like I honestly don't think they're gonna use that book. I think they would just do it in name only. Like uh like not even in name only, just conceptually of maybe Magneto getting Mjolnir and being the big bad of like another phase. Like just ending with like slowly introduce all these things and then have Magneto take out a
2: city. That'd well, be and- dope. I mean, if you think about any any of the phases of Marvel's uh Next line of movies, who the big bad would be. We talked, it could have been Dr. Doom. If it's Magneto, that's even better because now we're, we're definitely getting the X-Men introduced at some point. Duh. That's possible. Well, and Doom is in this
1: storyline and by this point we would have had the Fantastic Four movie already introduced. I mean all the characters are, that are that are necessary besides Quicksilver are available to them so I think that's another reason why you can do this book. It also has Thor mythology with Valhalla's in the story plus you've got Dormammu on Doctor Strange's side so a lot of the things that I've already seen in the MCU could take place in a story like this. I think that's probably why they're going to use it as the backbone if they do it all because again this is rumor but the place that this is coming from also predicted the Eternal Uh, And a lot of the Disney Plus shows, so there's a lot of there's. It's a little bit more valid than some of the other sources that we've seen.
2: Is it the Latin Review?
1: No, they're not back.
2: (laughs) You you
0: have to realize they need to get rid of the heroes we have now. So they have to get rid of Thor. They've got to get rid of you know Scarlet Witch. They have to get rid of those characters. When the X Men come in, it's a good time to get rid of them. So using this storyline is a good way to get to the next phase of what our MCU will look like. So this is going to be our next endgame, probably not for a long, long time.
1: They said they don't want to do any more 10-year-long epics, but when we get to start introducing the X-Men, this will probably be shortly after. This will probably be what the X-Men movies lead towards. If, If this is true at all, let's also keep that in mind. Um, All right, let's move on from there and let's talk about a really cool shot that some of the screenwriters from Endgame uh, tweeted out uh, about uh, some potential other scenes that were written for Endgame, one of which had Tony Stark giving his Iron Man suit to Doctor Strange. Uh, and so it, we've seen, like, rumor of that. We've seen, like, artist renditions of that. But this is the first time, like, we've seen Doctor Strange, like, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, wearing the Iron Man armor. So how, apparently it was a st- it was written and filmed. It was just too long, and they couldn't keep it in the final cut of the movie. So that's why they did the the real quick where, hey, have you ever seen that whole movie, Aliens? Like, they whole, that whole scene was just to, sh- to cut it down enough. But how cool would it have been to see... Doctor Strange wearing Iron Man armor. I mean, that would have been a...
0: That would have been amazing. And to see, you know, the power that he would have, it would almost, you know, bump him up. I don't think he's getting his respect as powerful as he should be in the MCU. So seeing with both of them and him being like a pure badass, getting that badass moment that he has yet to get would be cool.
1: I mean, I just think for movies in general, these characters have to be dumbed, not dumbed down, but at least powered down. It's just too much... Like, even but, the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, we got a lot, but it was Yeah, but like, you
0: have Scarlet Witch got her badass moment, uh, Ms, or Captain Marvel got her badass moment. Doctor Captain Strange, Marvel
1: is the only one whose who's power creeped beyond what they are in the comics.
0: But they still get their badass moments. Doctor Strange has
1: yet to have a moment showing. The rap eh. the, the of Sidora- the the bands yeah. of Sidorak?
2: That was a badass
1: He moment. took on Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet minus one gem solo. He turned a black hole into butterflies, like, I mean, he just, he got his respect. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> that dude right. did. That dude took on Thanos and the Gauntlet by himself, and survived he longer did. than anyone.
2: Maybe you're not giving. He's him the, the Source he Supreme. The
1: only reason, the, the only reason, uh, that that it went the way it did was because he watched those 14 million uh, and found the one where he where Stark had to survive. If Stark didn't need to survive, that fight would still be going. <laughs> the
0: one where he goes, you know, I'm just going to hold up this water for a little bit. You guys go fight. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've, I've seen this part. It's all right. I don't need to be here for this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he wasn't looking for how Stark survives. He was looking how he didn't have to fight that much. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, that one, I'm holding water.
1: That's oh, I the got one we that. do. Yeah, no, I got the tidal wave, guys. Don't worry about it. Uh, All right, so moving on from there, let's talk real fast. We've got some delays for Sony. Sony has apparently delayed Spider-Man 3, which is also apparently pushing back phase four. So we saw those weird Doctor Strange dates being changed around. Apparently, this is because of Spider-Man, and that also tends to show how important Spider-Man's going to be to the future of the MCU. It's going to be the Captain Marvel and Spider-Man show. That's going to be this next phase of Marvel is those two. Well, I think they
0: had everything kind of planned without him. They're like, screw it, we're going to do the X, Y, and Z. We don't need them. And then when they got it back, they were like, "I guess we're going to do these plans now." And they had to reshuffle things again.
2: You already I already know how I feel about Sony.
1: Listen, yes. Sony's not the bad guy. Well, so no, Sony's Sony's not the bad guy, but that does not mean they have a great creative department.
0: We don't know. Fact. I mean, I mean, yes, we
1: do. We've seen we we've seen enough in the past. We saw Super what was fast. the movie we
0: watched last night, Baby Huey again. The animated one. They did that on their own.
1: And they did a great job. I will not, I will not deny that was a phenomenal movie. That, by the way, has been uh, postponed, too. So, yeah, they both got postponed. Womp womp. <laughs> um, so,
0: yeah. Just some quick news on what this delay is also doing. Since people don't know when they're going to start filming again, uh, you've all heard how actresses and actors hate the superhero workout and lifestyle. Imagine having to do that while COVID-19 going on and you not knowing when you have to go back. So Zoe Kravitz was talking about how she has to stay in her Catwoman shape during this entire crisis oh, going on right now. That's brutal. And she's like, I'm isolated. I'm working out all day. I'm eating the most healthy food ever. But she doesn't know if in three weeks they're going to start moving forward with it. So she's stuck in limbo
1: doing the the rock diet. Um, All right. So, and last two things to talk about real fast is that the apparently after Banner did the snap, there was a scene uh, written in for who he talked to because you know after Thanos he talked to Baby Gamora. Um, I mean, who did uh, who did Hawkeye talk to? He cried. (laughs) He just (laughs) cried. cried. He cried. He just talked. Talked to somebody. somebody. Well, Hawkeye. Yeah, it's true. Hawkeye. Well, no, Hawkeye didn't need to talk to anybody because he just sacrificed somebody. I mean, Tony Stark. Tony talked to his, his daughter. daughter. We saw, in we saw that in that the yeah the deleted scene. Apparently, Banner had a scene where it was going to be Banner and Hulk separated for the first time, and Banner's conversation would have been with Hulk. So that it would have been, been cool. about the two of them, which I would have loved to see. Yeah,
0: they had so many awesome ideas for this movie that they just they ran out of they couldn't fit any more into it.
1: If you made that movie another hour, I don't think anyone would complain.
0: No, I don't think. I think no. they underestimated how much we were willing to sit through.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, because I remember they did the the like the two-day marathon beforehand, and we were still willing to sit through it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that could have been a four and a half hour long movie, and I still would have saw it twice in
1: one day. Who saw wrong. Who saw Method Man's cosplay? Is, this isn't the I first did. time he's done this, right? This Did is the first. Well, we've seen artist renditions, and we've seen him in the gym talking about how he was training for Bishop. This is the first time we've seen him in okay. the actual man in cosplay for Bishop. And dude, let me tell you, give that man the role. I just, I just want Method Man in the MCU as Bishop. That's it. I don't care. That I just give it the give the man. So the you role. want Bishop with a
2: lisp? What? Fine. It's the B S. He couldn't even say his own damn name. I'm bishop. <laughs> this
1: is bishop man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Math man. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, he looked cool. And we didn't talk about Bruce Campbell being in Mallrats 2 and him trying to get that role after Boss Logic made that awesome art for him. He wants to be uh, Mister
2: Sinister. Oh, uh, so, wait, wait, Bruce Campbell. Yep. Have you not as, seen as Boss m- Logics? Who? What happened?
0: Yeah, Boss Logic put art out there of Bruce Campbell as Mr. Sinister that looks amazing. And he saw. he's like, uh, yeah, I'd love to do that. How, who do I talk to? And he's got ties. Mm. He so does. You got Sam Raimi. Exactly. Sam Raimi puts him in everything.
2: He sure does. But then Bruce so, Campbell would have to get in some serious shape, though.
0: He did it for burn notice.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, he he has to get in like superhero shape or super villain shape.
1: Uh to play Mr. Sinister, though. Uh, yes. uh, he just has to look yes. like a dude. Not S- really. CGI, man. Yeah, not, but the, he's not like they could put know. him in the Zachary Levy suit. Yep. They put him in the Shazam suit.
2: <laughs> you but... know what? For the sake of the cape
0: that might work. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I think he'd bring like humor and
2: scariness to it. I don't know about the scary, but definitely the humor. I think I do think Mr. Sinister needs to be equal parts funny and kind of sinister.
1: Let's just also be honest. He wants the Mr. Sinister role because it's an MCU role and he's not doing much. I love Bruce Campbell, but let's it's not like he's well, not well. like he doesn't have an open calendar. He <laughs> just signed on to Mallrats too. Oh, my goodness. And what was he doing before that? Evil
2: Dead, Ash versus the Evil Dead. That was over a while ago. I'm pretty sure Bruce Campbell has some production credits.
1: I'm I'm sure. I'm not saying he's not doing any work whatsoever, but I'm not saying he's getting screen time all of a sudden. It's not like it's the Bruce Campbell show. (laughs) You've seen what Sam Raimi does. I would love it. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm also saying he was probably available if they call him and say, you want to play Mr. Sinister?
0: It's not like he's going to have scheduling conflicts, you know what I mean? You never know, he's got a con schedule he's got to think of.
2: I don't think he cares that much.
0: <laughs> he honestly on a completely serious note, his uh way he treats people at the cons is the best of any celebrity I've ever seen. The I fact agree. that he makes you have one-on-one time, he doesn't rush it, he doesn't care how long the line takes.
1: Um, and he'll make fun of every one of you. Yes. <laughs> every one of you. And I remember seeing him and he went, he went, How many of you dumbasses have me tattooed on your body? Get up
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks around the show. CJ's got a great uh, Bruce Campbell story when he was walking down Artist Alley. CJ showed him a piece of art and he was like, Oh, here, take it. He's like, No, turned to his He He's like, Pay the man, and had his assistant pay for CJ's art. Like <laughs> that's awesome. Just a, a cool dude. But that's a lot of news, and we had to cut things out. So on that note. Do that thing.
1: You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside at your social media of choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. If you enjoyed the show, it goes a long way. We appreciate all the support we've been given, but a like, comment, rate, all that stuff goes a long way. Uh, reviews, all that jazz. But, uh, again, we appreciate everyone. We're hoping everyone's staying safe, washing your hands, keeping that distance. Uh, once again, I'm Menti. I'm um, Features. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to go to WelcomeToFireside.com. And give us some money. <laughs> just in general, like I looked at before, it was like click on the link and buy something, and we'll get a little bit. Now you're just like, just mail me a check. <laughs> just give me a check, damn it. Audio <laughs> equipment's expensive. They took their jobs. They took their
0: jobs. Excelsior.
2: <laughs> Excelsior.
1: <laughs>
2: What's going on? Do <laughs>